Thanks for tuning in to Spraymakers, the podcast that dives deep into the world of water skiing with Chris Rossi and Trent Dennison. This week, the guys talk about focusing on the keys that make the biggest impact and not getting caught in the trivial nuances in between the big moves. Listening to one of the one of the you know broadcasts of some of these pro events the other day, and yeah, Matteo Matteo said something that caught my attention right off the bat, and I just thought he was so to the point. And I think, and what it really struck me is, I think it was going to really strike the people that heard what he said. And I thought it was pretty powerful and just kind of wanted to just have an episode where we talk about it a little bit, but ultimately like kind of the summation of what he was saying is, is that people tend to get caught up in such of the small minutia, the, the small things yeah. like, like I need to counter rotate more or what's the height of my hand and my reach. I think I need it lower or how high do you reach yeah. when you reach? And his point was, his point really was, you know, when you're doing the important stuff, right? That stuff doesn't really matter. Like, I don't huh. really care how you make a turn. Like I don't, it it's, doesn't, everybody's going to be different. Yeah. You know? It's funny. I like the way you said that. I had a conversation about this exact sort of thing with Brooks um, the other day. It was like in, in my, I kind of like, I like to think of it as, as, as um, like everyone has, okay. So to run say 32 off, you need to, you need a, a certain value. Like, or, or like if, if, if all your different skills were a point system, you need a certain value to run 38 off. So let's just say, you know, to run 38 off, you need to be at a, at an 80, an 80 out of a hundred. So I, I, so in my mind, I'm like, okay, well structure form, the close, let's say perfect structure and form that's worth 60. Mm -hmm. Right. And then perfect you know perfect line like perfect gate speed and all that that's worth you know that's worth 37 so so like all, you're trying to just sort of create this value system in your head of, of so or you can have wicked wicked turns you can turn really really well but even if you're the best turner on the lake that's still only worth 15 18 points you know mm -hmm. so it's like how do you how are you building your worth as a solemn skier um and like and that's like i guess that's like that sounds like a little bit too cut and dry like what are you worth <laughs> but but it's you know I, I think like if you can really pony up on the stuff that matters the most you can sort of you know you can kind of let a lot of those small details just sort of evaporate I have never put a number to the importance of certain yeah. things, but <laughs> it's like, it oh, actually, man, I think is, no, I actually think it's a, it's a wonderful concept. And of course, we're not going to have definitive numbers. I'm sure you and I could sit down and hash this thing out and, and do an yeah. episode where we say, oh, well, stances six, you know, 60% and da, 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 you know, I think we could do that. Mm -hmm. But, but I think the, the, ult the ultimate thing that I took from Mateo's thing is, is that people are putting like you know, 60% of their focus or values on counter rotation, which yeah. is really falls in this 3% range. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's really about kind of understanding that there are, there are keys that are so much more important to your successes than that. And so I just wanted to kind of, first off, I mean, we could pretty much end here and I think it would be a powerful thing for, for our listeners <laughs> to, to digest this, like to really yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, reflect and, and understand, like, watch, go, go take a video of yourself, watch yourself, just like Trent has said over and over again, take a video of yourself, then watch yourself, then watch 
you know, another skier, I like to do the skiers that tend to be the same foot forward as you. It's just nice, nice um, way to kind of bring it together. But go watch a couple of those skiers that you're really fond of and see what they do differently than you're doing. And I think that you can probably come into the same realization at the end of it that really when you're sweating some of some of these little minutia stuff, there's really bigger, bigger things that you could be addressing that will give you a much larger uh, uh, upside, uh, more buoys, whatever you want to call it. It's it's return on investment, right? Like where, where can I like, where can I invest the least amount of, you know, tiny details to get the greatest return, you know? And and we're all guilty of this, like 100% as both a skier and as a coach, I'm guilty of this too, as, as much as the next person. And it, you know, and it happens, you know, this time of year, the water's getting warm, everyone's hot and grouchy and <laughs> tournaments are happening. And, and we get, you know, like I was working with a, you know, buddy, buddy of mine, uh, Dave, the last couple, well, I mean, I work with him all season long, but last couple of weeks, we, we've been kind of chasing this, okay, you know, like through, as he moves through the transition, hip handle, they have to stay connected and you have to start moving up while your ski is still swinging out. Like, like, and we're, we're getting kind of stuck here and stuck here. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, he was getting close to the results he wanted, but then it was like, oh, okay, like, hold on for a second. Like, let's just back this thing up. Let's, you know, let's study this video together. Where's your weight when you hit the first whitewash? You know, are you up over your feet? driving forward or of all of a sudden are you back, you know, into more of a low hip angle, 90 degrees, like you're sat in a chair, you know, it, you know, we get caught focusing on smaller things because they're drawing us in. And then often though, you just have to, you know, take a small step backwards and really look at, you know, go back to your basics all the time. If you, you know, you need to revisit this, these things, this, you know, whatever your basic foundational cues are, you know, every five, six sets or so, do you got to reevaluate, you know, is, is this part of my skiing lagging as I continue to concentrate on the 4%? Right. Right. Well, I think, yeah, exactly. I mean, can you, can you elaborate on that a little bit, like a little bit more on the three or 4%? Well, what, what were you, what were you kind of getting at there? I was just, all of a sudden yeah. I realized like, maybe I just missed what he said. Yeah, no, it, but like, I think, okay. So like for me, I, like as a coach, I always start foundational and then, then, you know, we, I build the season working on the very foundational basics that are going to yield the results that we are looking for, whatever those stated goals were that year. Mm-hmm. But then as we get into tournament season, I'm guilty as, as, as the next year of, you know, let's, what's the little thing here now? What's the, you know, we've, we've, we've worked on the 60% all year. Now what's the little 2% I can plug in to help someone find three more buoys now? you know, right. Got you know, it. Got because it. like, you know, with Dave, it's, it's, it's this friend I'm, I'm, I'm referring. It's, it's, you know, he's looking for those, that two at 38 off score in tournament. And, and it's, so we're building the basics and we're building the basics and the foundation's getting stronger and stronger. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to plug in this tiny little 2% move. And that's going to give them, you know, a slightly faster turn to help them keep on time at 35 off. So you go down that path but you'd have to be mindful of while you're focusing on that, you know, that little 2% that's going to, okay, is truly going to give me an extra buoy or two. Don't let that bottom 60%, don't let your foundational approach start to start to soften or start to crumble. That you know? is amazing. 
I mean, that is amazing, Trent. Like for me, I just, I just like, I had a huge smile on my face when you just dropped that because you can be working on multiple levels of your skiing at the same time. And that's what you're describing where you never want to lose track of the bigger picture item that you're constantly evolving and going at in your stance structure approach period points, right? But that there are some more minutia stuff that you can throw in there. And I think that what, and, 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 and have a positive result. And then what happens is people think, oh, well, I, I just got a buoy out of that. So that's what's important. And yeah. then they start breaking down that little point and thinking that if you get deeper into that point, that you're going to mm-hmm. get these, I'm going to get another buoy and another buoy. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be getting passes soon because I'm, I'm exploiting this, this little 3% gig because I saw a, saw a result where I think that's the, the, the biggest thing that our listeners can take away is that yes, there are s- small short-term gains to be had, but ultimately we want to be picking up our, our baselines of the really important things like stance and structure, stack, you know, positioning behind the boat, you know, how yep. balanced are we? All of those things, though, the bigger that that number comes up is going to give you passes in the long run where some of this 3% stuff gives you a buoy here and there. And the thing mm-hmm. is, is it becomes, it becomes the shiny object again. Right. Yes. And then, yeah. and then you, you, you get into those things that, that we were talking about. Like I, I can remember this one time, you know, where I put my hand, you know, the coach said, when you put your hand on the handle, don't squeeze so hard, you know, and it, 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 it kind of allowed me to do some things. And then, and then you're going to start to think like, okay, well, if I put my hand on stuff, maybe I need more counter rotation, or maybe my hand height needs to be different, or am I reaching at the right height and all of these things when in reality, those are such small one maybe like can influence a buoy total somewhere here or there, but they're not really going to help you take your skiing to the next level. And I think that's like the most important thing that you and I are talking about is that, I mean, ultimately every listener of ours, it is my intention that you all can, you know, become 38 off and 39 off skiers. If you're really understanding what we're talking about committing to the process and realizing that it's not a one year, one year gig, um, but that, but that it's, it's out there for you to have, like, I want every single one of, I mean, one of my best clients when I was younger, Jack, uh, Lawton, you I mean that this guy, um, PB'd at 74 years old, ran 35 off. It was so, it was <laughs> yeah. so cool. It was like the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life, you know? Yeah. And like, that was bigger than any accomplishment I ever had that he could do it there. And then that was like an inspiration to me is like, this is one of those sports that as long as you can, you can keep yourself in shape and you know, keep yourself, uh, physically and mentally, uh, ready to go or, you know, wanting to learn more. I think a lot of people hit a wall where they're just like, I, I, I'm, I hit this ability level. I can't get better. And that, that to me is, is not exciting. And I don't think that that's actually truthful. And then we've talked about it before. Like Will Asher has time and time again, kind of shown us that you can still evolve even as a pro skier, as you're getting older. So, You know, I don't know. I don't know where to go with with this part. I mean, maybe well, it's the I, yeah. Go I, ahead. I, do you I, have well, here's what. I, yeah, here's what I would do. Then is I would be like, okay, so you know, we're getting into you know the the meat of the season, um, you know, and and hopefully things have gone, you know, moved through the the early season and into the you know summer as as planned or at least close to it. 
when you are skiing good, but perhaps like there, there's a couple like warnings, you know, like either like you're skiing good, but, but consistency isn't quite what, what you hoped it would be, or you're skiing good, but you're not quite at, you know, you didn't quite pick up that extra buoy yet. Um, how, so when you strip it down, then when you're going to, like, I call them, I call them like reset sets, you know, where I'm like, okay, I'm skiing pretty good, but something isn't quite, doesn't feel quite the way I want. I, maybe I don't have the space I want, or maybe it's just, I'm not as synced with the boat, as synced with the boat as I want. I call it like a reset set where I'm going to like, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to strip this thing down as, as clean as I can and, and just think of like the base level. Right? And so for me, and, and I can even think back to seasons where, and, and admittedly it was about this time of year where, I, you know, I go back to, when I go back to my most foundational level, it's structure. It's the way I'm standing. It's, it's not only where is my body on the ski, but what is the shape of my body? And I often found that where my stance was probably at a comfortable 85% in terms of what my ideal or what my vision of perfect is, if I just paid attention to that extra, you know, 10, 12, 15% and got from a pretty darn good stance into a perfect stance. And so in terms of, for me, that's, you know, neutral spine and, and shoulder blades back and down and, and, you know, chin as tall as, as far away from, from, from rib cage as possible. Like however you like to think about it stacked. However, mm -hmm. I found if I just put a little extra effort or, or a little extra attention to that, one component, then all of a sudden, whew, I'm faster and freer again. I'm starting to see the lines. I'm starting to feel the connection again. Um, where, where, so with you know that being one level, what, what what's another level then you might strip yourself down to just to, to try and find the, the you know the feeling that you know you were looking for, or the feeling that perhaps you had a month ago. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd like to go back and just say, like, if you're sitting at 85 percent on your on what you're capable of in your stance and structure, like, like yeah. you like to say, then you've got a 15% upgrade available to you right there by refocusing on that 15% that you might not, um, have, have put yourself that full focus on. So a 15% yeah. increase in, in your balance and structure is going to lead to a much higher rate of return than that, you know, that little tiny thing you're throwing in for that extra buoy. So that's number one. I mean, I think that's really important. I mean, for me specifically, you know, when I get to this time of the year and, and maybe I'm starting to hit, I mean, I just see a lot of people abandon ship right now, like just fully abandon. And yeah. the, the buoy, the buoy count is all that matters. And they're out there just trying to find it, just trying to find the buoy total. I got to find the buoy total. I mean, I, I, I want to be at my two at 41 or my four at 41 or my three at 35 or whatever that number is. And man, there's lots of tournaments coming on and anxiety is coming. And, and for some reason, and we, are all guilty of this. We define our skiing by the amount of buoys we ran today, not what we're, yeah, what exactly. are, what we're capable of, but what we ran today. So if you, you know, you have a couple of days where that buoy total is lower then people instinctively start thinking that they're, they're not they're I'm not skiing as good. I'm not as good a skier. And those are like, yeah. those are the tough ones to, to do. So, you know, for me, like, I think a real, a reevaluation at this time of year is a really good time to just, you know, just take that second to do, um, this time of year, you know what I like to do? I like to go out hey. instead of just hammering my head against the wall, I'm going to go out and do some 32 offsets, my opening yeah. pass sets, or, yeah. you know, like a, like a pass that you can really feel some rhythm on. 
and you're fully like, there's no way you're missing this pass. I'd like to be like work in that zone for a little bit and just kind of retweak my thought process, revisit my spring focus, revisit those things that I was getting all excited about and just make sure that I'm not taking things for granted in this realm, you know? So yeah, I mean, like right now I'm going to go out. I'm, I mean, I'm leaving this podcast recording right now and I'm going to the lake. So yeah. what am I going to be, what am I going to nice. be doing? I'm going to be focusing on, you know, gate, gate technique, gate speed, making sure I'm high up on that boat. So I'm starting with my best potential swing I can. And then for me, it's always reevaluating, um, how I ski into that handle, my, my stance and balance skiing into my accelerating position and evaluating, how much I am, how do I explain this? I, I you know, I, I tend to want to over ski. I, I get greedy, you know, like I, yeah. this time, this time of year, I just get so greedy that I go to turn in and it's, you know, I'm, I'm confident in my move. So I'm dropping in and then I'm trying to take too much angle, too much load. Cause I'm thinking about, I want to run that 41. I want to do this or that, but I'm not actually thinking about the, you know, the, what I want to be doing in this zone, I'm just getting immediately, right. The how, right. You know, so I'm just fast forwarding and skipping the step. So by going back and maybe just, you know, for me, maybe it's just running some 32s, 35s and a 38, like that for me, those are passes that I should never miss. And I'm not saying that I'm just running 32 offs. I'm not saying that I'm getting complacent and and telling everybody to, to take it easy. Like I'm not necessarily saying that. I think it's, I think it's more like dive back into what was working for you earlier and um, then trying to take that to evaluating how well am I doing that? And and if you can say like, well, I, I think I was only actually at like an 85. Like I could, I can, I can re, I can re look at this and, and adjust and I can make some improvements here. And that's going to lead to better skiing than banging your head against the wall, smashing, working harder, yeah. working harder, working harder, working harder. I mean, that's, that's what I just see this time of year is just that banging yeah. the head against the wall and, and hope that you come out on the other side. And I mean, you do see it a lot of nationals, man. You see a lot of people who are burnt out and really just needed to take that deep breath and just kind of refocus a little bit. And I'm sure that you get a lot of clients right now at this time of year, uh, yeah. Trent, that, that, that that's what you're doing with them. I mean, well, well, you... for sure, because we feel like we're running out of time. Right. And, and, and again, like I've, like I've already stated, I, even as a coach, I've got to be really careful not to be guilty of this. You know, um, we feel like, you know, we're running out of time and no, 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 no. But, but, but it's like, a, then I'll just stop and remind myself and, and remind my skiers, you know, whether, or whether it's about my own skiing, it's, it's body of work, right? It's, it's like, what have I been building for the last six months? Um, you know, and, and how, and, and like, truly, even if I'm not doing it to, even if I'm not, you know, if I have this idea in my mind of what I want to be running by nationals, even if it's not happening today, well, I'm like, okay, like as of today, nationals is whatever, three and a half weeks away. So like, why the sudden urgency now, you know? Um, and again, that goes right back to one of the first episodes of this season and every season is charting, you know, your, 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 your goals and sub goals throughout the season to just be, you know, so then you can be like, take a deep breath and be like, oh yeah, no, no, I, I don't, it doesn't matter what I'm doing today. And truthfully, 
you know, if things don't go according to plan by nationals, this, this is still this is still a bigger project than right, you know, than what's what what's immediately in front of my face. Right. Um, so, you know, in terms of, again, like when you there's two there's two kind of scenarios for me when I like to just take a momentary reset. And, and by that, I, I truly like with my skiing, I, it, I truly do mean one set. You know, mm-hmm. um, like Rossi was saying, it's not about advocating for now let's do five sets of back-to-backs and see if we can have run the perfect line. It's it's one set. And, and the two scenarios where I'm going to have this reset set scenario would be when, when things aren't going well, when I just feel like, um, you know, something is missing. It's close, but something's missing. That's what I'm going to do. Like you said, Rossi, a pass that that's, you know, challenging enough that, you know, I still need to be on, on form, but but easy enough that I know I can run the perfect line and, and sustain it through the whole pass. And then, and then on the opposite end of the spectrum, when things are going really, really well. Um, and I kind of feel like, you know, I, I don't feel like I can keep this up from now until whatever that, that moment is. And, you know, given when we're recording this, you know, regionals is around the corner. Nationals is not far after that. So if I don't feel like I'm like, hey, I'm not sure I can sustain this kind of red line peak all that, all, you know, that whole time. That's when I'm going to, you know, take a day or two off, let my body heal the way it wants to heal and then do a reset set to, to remind myself of hey, what were these foundational cues that got me here um, and are going to allow me to keep progressing from now throughout the end of the season. Where were you when I was 25? Where was I? <laughs> Where, I didn't even know myself when I was 25 either. Oh, man. Driving and like this, dude. Yeah, I oh. know this would have been useful for me when I was, you know, this would have been useful for me when I was 30. <laughs> I mean, this would be useful like three years ago. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like every one of us. I mean, that's the thing that I that I can't stress enough is that even – Trent and I, as as experienced as we are and as much as we've been able to work with so many skiers and all of that, these same tendencies will want to creep into our game, too. And so it's helpful to share and to talk and, you know, put some accountability on what this what this um, this discussion really is. And I understand that we're not giving you guys the, you know, do this, do this and do this. But I think really just understanding you're going to have many moments in a, in a, in a ski year where you start to question everything. I mean, right now I get tons of people that are like, I think I need a tweak to my fin. I think I need a tweak to my setup. And I, and I jump over there. And when I jump over there and I watch a video of them skiing, I'm like, your your ski looks amazing. Like you, you don't need yeah. to change anything. And I think that's where, you know, just, just having the confidence that somebody can tell you, you know, having a coach in your back pocket or, or your training partner be like, Hey man, what, what about taking one of those reset sets today? Like, what about just backing off? Looks like you've been hammering for the last three weeks and you look kind of burnt out or you just kind of, you know, I think that, you know, for, for you and I, Trent, we, we, we yeah. naturally do this with our ski partners, with our, with the people that we're working with or whatever, you know, I think that we naturally can see this on the outside. I think it's very hard 
from internally to, to take and be honest with yourself and understand like, okay, my body recovery only feels like it's at 50%. My hands feel like hamburger. My, you know, the water's 90 something degrees where I am or whatever, you know, there's so many factors going on there that sometimes our desire to ski well at a big tournament will, we'll just keep trying to power through all of those, those things. And really what we just need to do is just have a quick reset that reevaluation of you know what what was working for me how can we turn this into into a, a refocused situation and it's not many many sets in a row of taking it back and chilling out and doing all that but just really i think what you're getting at is it's just really just recentering and and trying to to set yourself up again to start to be revitalized like re-energized and jump back into that's that that's a perfect process. way yeah, that's a, that's a, that, dude, yes, that's, that's perfect, perfect, uh, you know, cause then you're like kind of tying, you're tying the emotional side to it too. Yes. It's almost like, it's like, you don't want to say starting the season over, but it's just like clearing your mind, taking a bit of a breath, reminding yourself of what you know is truly important. Um, and yeah, let's, let's finish this season out as with the same kind of, uh, the same kind of, uh, dr- hopes and drive that we, that we started it with. Yes. Yes. Hey, I, I, you know, as we're wrapping this thing up, I would like to say, um, I, yeah. I, I always will say is good luck to everybody at regionals and nationals, you know, take a deep breath. You don't need to overski going in that one last set. Isn't going to make a big difference. So don't tweak yourself out or pull a muscle leading into these things, have confidence in everything that you've done up to this point and enjoy that ride. And one last thing from my end, I don't know if Trent will have anything, but one last thing from my end, Hey, just check your screws, check your laces, make sure, you know, that you're battle ready, make sure that you have, you know, backups for anything that could go wrong. And, and, um, then just go and enjoy the process. This is, this stuff's fun. 